Smutton Sensibility is an erotic book club that is not safe for work. Unless you work in a horny business, in which case, crank this shit. Also, all characters described are of the legal age of consent and fully into their sensual adventures. So sit back, relax, and let's consensually do this. I didn't want to hear you crying today. But everything is what it is and you won't stay. Somebody once told me. This is, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the podcast for a moment. This is Smut and Sensibility. It's an erotic book club. My name is David Laws. And I'm Liz McMonagall. And And we have a guest. And Wait, shush, shush you. Hiding in the closet. (laughs) You don't get to be here yet. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I don't know about today. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know if any of this works but we have a guest for the first time and her name is danielle hi i'm honored danielle. Hello. <laughs> just imagine i just jumped out of a pool. i'm here now ah. I'm, <laughs> I'm also only gonna say danielle because i don't know how comfortable anybody is to be on this podcast yet um <laughs> i was but- about that i was like hmm, it's good to know that if i ever run for office there will just like be an audio recording of me talking about shrek erotica at like <laughs> this like, one specifically is the one that would keep you out of, out of looking in yeah <laughs> but i you know I think, we're talking about shrek shrek yeah. it's donkey. Shrek. <laughs> donkey everyone say donkey go ahead donkey good donkey. Okay. Donkey. yeah probably yeah it's like that <laughs> Um, Danielle, why did you pick Shrek? I thought it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and then what did you discover? <laughs> oh, man, there's such a range of what people want to write about <laughs> when it comes to Shrek. That's a really interesting way of putting it. What people want to write about, because you could also look at it from the perspective of like what people think other people want to read about. Read about. Well, it was David got a panicked text from me where it was like, I found this one thing, and then I was like, it's not right, and then I found another <laughs> thing, and I was like, is this right? And then I found another thing, and then I was like, oh no, I've been reading Shrek erotica for forty five. <laughs> welcome to our lives welcome yeah that's where you find yourself sometimes um i we all know shrek we all know shrek i've seen i've seen shrek have you okay let's go down the line danielle what's your shrek exposure okay so i've seen i think the first three shreks i remember kid really liking the first two shreks Mm -hmm. Um, and i feel like shrek is also just weirdly like seeped into our culture i don't know my roommates and i have been making shrek jokes this week maybe it was just on my mind even before this before that yeah we i think it was a tweet i don't think this was an original thought but somebody mentioned uh every every piece of media has the part of the movie where shrek and donkey are fighting so (laughs) every movie my roommates and i watched this week about three quarters into every movie there's the part where shrek and donkey are fighting that's 
<laughs> the people who like do you know story analysis for a living would hate that that's the example that that part of the story circle gets attributed to. But... <laughs> you know, they're not here. They're not living. They're not here. Um, um, Liz, what about you? I have very similar. I think like we watch one very often, all a lot, probably too much than I'd like to admit. Uh, you revisited Trek one. Oh recently. yes, yeah, wow. yeah. And then Greg and I, I think, watched two because it's the one where he's like, "I love you, Daddy." Remember that? It's very. There's a very quick moment in two, I believe, where oh. this little kid is like wanting everything and his dad finally like gets him something and he's like i love you daddy and he's mm, you like that part and then i played princess fiona you know in the musical version so there's what? that yeah sure did i know it's today perfect okay we now. could we could do the trio absolutely i get only right if i get now. to be done okay. like, oh, it'll be the no. outro um i've seen <laughs> i've also seen the first three shreks um i i spend a lot of time on the internet so i'm very aware of shrek's place within meme culture the phrase shrek is love shrek is life was not entirely new to me um but i am as always i think astonished by the sexualization of this series i think that it also occurred to me as potentially a, a mine, I don't know, because of that, where there is this like weird meme culture around Shrek and Shrek is big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shrek's bigness you find sexy? I don't. Or erotic, I should say. I, I don't think that I do, but it felt like an easy place that someone on the internet has definitely gone. That's a keen sense that I think, uh, Liz. If I can speak for both of us in this moment, I think you you um one one develops a an ability to identify what like oh that's what someone will find erotic about this in a land where nothing should be erotic. I think you're right. I think the bigness is (laughs) absolutely it is. Are you kidding? And also, like to, to get both literary and gross for a second. Yeah, I feel like both of you are Shakespeare people, and so I assume everyone has done a Midsummer Night's Dream, and there's always that guy in the rehearsal process who's like, you know, donkey schlongs, they're big. (laughs) (laughs) Not just my experience. It's not my experience, but I don't want to say that it's only your experience. I just, you know, there's that. I was pleasantly surprised that that didn't come up in this set of Veronica that I found. Yeah. So we, yeah, so we, this is the, we, fuck me. Okay. We, (laughs) I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. That is one Mm. of the relevant lines in that song for this pod. My my computer stinks. I gotta get a new computer because all my computers are bad. But we're back. Listen, okay, so we picked three. Well, we picked. We, Fortune flung into our laps three uh, <laughs> of erotica. Um, the first one is called Cold Turkey, uh, and it is by mm. <laughs> J-Dog Baked. Um, appropriate. Exactly, exactly appropriate. Have you ever imagined that Shrek was a dope fiend, junkie, heroin addict? Well, now you don't have to. In this tragic comedy of epic proportion, Shrek wrestles with his doubts as he goes on an exciting quest 
to reclaim his stash from the hands of Lord Fuckwad. But in the end, which addiction will he choose? That of his forearm or heart? The needle or the ring? Heroin or Fiona? Fiona! I... <laughs> Come on. Does it live up? Let's find out. <laughs> Is this a, a, a tragic comedy of epic, epic proportion? Um, let's find out. Danielle, what happens in cold turkey? Well, David, I'm so glad you asked because uh, I do think I followed most of it, although I'm going to be quite honest that there were a few moments where I was a little unclear on the narrative happening. <laughs> With sort of a a Shrek uh, who's smoking a joint, thinking bitches be making him crazy. Well, not bitches, really. Um, And then it progresses to uh, he sort of has a chat with Donkey, who he clearly has a really genuine love for. And then what we think is Puss in Boots comes in. Uh, and there's sort of an allusion already to some some pubes. So we're a little confused there. I mean, that's how he's entirely described. It is, it is orange pubes tickled his ankles as it skulked past. I'm assuming those are Shrek's ankles being tickled by... By Puss's pubes. Hmm. Um, yes. Yes, or he's just like being described entirely as orange pubes. Like I, th- I think, I think that's sort of the illusion that continues. Exactly. I think that was the issue. Is I initially on that read was like, oh, in this version, uh, puss and boots has just let let his bush grow, and then <laughs> I mean, he doesn't wear pants. A twist no. minute when we realize that it's not puss and boots at all. It is puss and boots' evil twin, snatch and boots. Who <laughs> He is just a giant ginger pussy. Uh, again, a little unclear, but that was my understanding of the narrative. There's sort of a brief discussion of like Shrek's politics vis-a-vis legalization of drugs. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and also an entrance of Fiona, where to me it's unclear if she's also an addict or not. <laughs> Yeah, I want to wait. I, I don't want to skip over. I really don't think we can gloss over uh, the the reveal about Snatch and Boots. Yeah, we just haven't gotten there. I, I got I got ahead of myself because it is oh, okay, I'm sorry. what I find the most exciting. So instead, so we we have Shrek has this this exchange with uh, Donkey uh, where he he says that he's gonna he's gonna give give up the smack um, and. Uh, <laughs> Which Donkey responds, your story is all of ours, Shrek. You are our god. It doesn't matter what we want. I um, hate that. I hate that. I added that because I was like, what? It's, it was that was a lot. And then Fiona enters and there is an imagery of her eye being full of light from the candle. So I'm like, is, <laughs> is she also doing drugs or is she just is it like a medieval kind of house and lit by candles <laughs> she's on the floor i don't know that part we should unpack as a team uh and and then we have the reveal that puss in boots is actually snatch in boots which yeah yeah fiona said toss to you before we go on from there that's a lot right there to unpack <laughs> what's that ginger pussy doing on the kitchen table shrek's head swiveled around owl like slipping out at isn't fecking which we also have to talk about like the oh my god deep, deep scottish brogue in this piece yeah 
I would argue deeper than your brogue than any employed in any of the Shrek franchise. 100%. I would say Mike Myers like wishes he could speak with brogue. <laughs> like sort of flirted with the idea of a Scottish brogue. And this one just goes full Scottish Twitter. You don't need to know what we're saying. Just read it phonetically and give your, give it a shot. And try, try your best. Yeah. Yes, I got confused. So, so uh, his eyes came to rest on patent black boots and a bit of ginger fur coming out of the top striding across the room. Ginger's boots were shinier than most. And I was like, is Ginger another character or is Ginger, that's just how this this character is being described now? It seemed to me like it was the way of describing Puss in Boots because Puss in Boots is an orange cat. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was, that was my read on that. What do you think, Liz? I think the same. I thought it was the reference to the orangeness of Puss in Boots. What's that Ginger pussy? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is just you're using synonyms in a in an, a euphemistic way. I get that. Puss in boots, pussy, cat. I just feel like this must be this idea must be so clear to the author, and it is not. It's clear not coming here. across. Like, then they start fighting, and I was like, oh wait, is this just a literal pussy on perched on a pair of boots? <laughs> pussy with legs like how God. that's a lot oh, because of the line with an agility not usually associated with a vagina and leather boots exactly that's the moment where i went oh it's not a cat it's not a cat it's just, it's just legit it's just legit a vagina that's i mean and that's not a bad like you know in a sort of like rule 34 way like the character's name is puss in boots like a, a an eroticized version of that snatch and boots like it's not not clever no i i agree it's it's challenging but it's also logical in a way i can respect it's sort of a a pun a sexy pun um so yeah they fight and then what happens so then shrek realizes that the vagina has his stash inside of it mm -hmm. and so he grabs his pitchfork and tries to get the stash out of the vagina and then throws it into the fire and realizes that the it was sent by Lord Fuckwad to taunt him, to get his stat, to, to torture him, to get his stat. Yeah, to get his stat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, so that happened. So we, we realize it was a, a, one of, one of Lord Fuckwad's tricks um, and it sort of melts and then get the, emerges the, this shape that Lord Fuckwad knew would taunt Shrek. Which is then followed by just a series of what can I, I can only assume are like a code. It's like a <laughs> dashes and slashes that maybe we're supposed yeah, to, what? and maybe are just like a Morse code. And maybe the, uh, the person writing this got high and like fell asleep on their computer and then didn't know. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, let's not get it twisted. The person who wrote this gets high. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a given. Um, yeah, and then we get to be continued, uh, which well, no, and then and he was it ever go back there? Is there Shrek? Fiona pleads with Shrek not to go back, and he says, "I have to," and he decides to leave, and <laughs> Shrek follow him out. So they, because he is their god, they do decide to follow him um, as he he will go and get his drugs back from Lord Fuckwad. So maybe the the oh pussy god. is a portal. 
Because now it's implied that the drugs are now with Lord Fuckwad, which if they were inside of the vagina is um, confused. Wait, what? Where is that? Where is that <laughs> Which implied? version did you read? Well, at the end it says, to be continued, will Shrek get his drugs back from Lord Fuckwad? Oh. And um. more importantly, will Shrek get his hands down any more booty snatch? <laughs> I know that those are the questions left um, with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those were my burning questions. My main questions. Like, God, I hope, God, I hope he gets his drugs back. And also, I really hope he gets his hands down some more booty snatch. Shrek's here uh, at the risk of uh, revealing which which section I found most challenging prematurely. Um, Shrek's open fist tore into the kicking boot through the matted orange pubes and met the seething leathery mass at the bottom. A scream tore open the night as Shrek, finding the large open slit, forced entry with his fingers searching in vain for his baggies and wraps. The downcast expression was all they need to know he had failed them. So maybe you're right, Danielle. There's no drugs in that vagina. But he seems to think that Lord Fuckwad has them. So there's also, I will say, as much as I like my portal theory, the vagina does enter at a certain point. So there's a chance that the the pussy stole the drugs, delivered them to Lord Fuckwad, and has since returned. To steal more or just to like rub it in Shrek's face? Maybe both. I think he was there to taunt him. There's sort of an exchange about the, his childhood. I love that. I don't. I don't understand anything about that. I think, I think the um, the, the it's the pussy is now there as a warning because the warning the warning is return my bride to me by midnight and I will return your smack. Otherwise, I will make you have nightmares about your childhood. Which I can definitely hear John Lithgow saying. Yeah, that's I who mean, voiced. That's who voiced Lord yeah. Farquaad. Right. But who voices Lord Fuckwad? <laughs> I mean, what's John Lithgow doing? <laughs> I, I went away from this piece being like, I've, I, God, we, we, so frequently when we finish a piece, I really want to speak to the author. And after this one, I really, really didn't. I do have no interest in ever encountering this person. But now I really do, because now I'm curious. Now you have questions. The, you put the questions in me. I, J Dog baked. First of all, to be continued, the author has written one story. Yeah, I went ahead and clicked. He's I did too. There. I got excited. Yeah. Jada baked Uriel. <laughs> he was just high one night that that cold February night in 2013. I think in 2013. Yeah, it was three <laughs> days after 420 in 2013. <laughs> I have to share my vision with the world. This is gonna be fucking great. And he pressed post and never looked back. He left us with such a cliffhanger to be continued. <sighs> <laughs> what and all right so let's i mean we're gonna we're gonna like i said we're gonna play a little fast and loose so i want to i want to ask this now who who wrote this who is this oh my god i mean i think it's like you said it's definitely someone who gets high i'm also gonna say it feels to me like a like a male like this yeah yeah masculinity to the text and a a disinterest in the mechanics of vaginas Or a character. It's also super train spotting meets Grand Theft Auto for some reason to me. I, I sure. did the train spotting vibe and also yeah. a little bit clockwork orangey just in the like real, real commitment to this dialect. 
Are they Scottish? I don't know if they are. I haven't read Clockwork Orange. I was trying to think of of something that. Oh no, not in Clockwork Orange. They're 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 Cockney. And is this author Scottish? I no. I don't think so. I so it started out right, and the first uh, what'd you think? What'd you think? I'm fucking green. Is the first like our first Scottish? What was it? But but we've got so I I started. Wait, was it in this one? Oh no, all my Shrek's getting mushed together. No, it is this one. It's the fifth. No, it was. The words uh, Raj, R-A-D-G-E. Is that in this one? No, yeah. I think that's in the... Oh, no, no, that no, it is. Yeah, it's in the first page. Still, at this moment, Shrek felt like shite. Oh, that one's in quotes for some reason and could only think that he just wanted the Raj to just fuck off in my, vis- my visage to go on in and just leave us. And this is a pure... Like, that. that is, that is a... God bless. And it shows up twice. Rad shows up twice. And Bufti is the other one. Oh. Um, which is which is like Raj is uh informal Scottish for a wild, crazy, or violent person, and Bufti is a is a slur against uh homosexuals. Um it, which, it has an authenticity to it, but I feel like I, I don't know. You think they're actually Scottish? Well, that was the thing. When when it started using those words. I was kind of like, because it, it happened so sparsely, I was kind of just like, eh, this is like, like, uh, I don't know. Maybe you Googled like naughty words in Scottish. And and that was the first thing that came up. I'm legitimately uh, Googling that right now. That's <laughs> how it feels to me is the person likes the Scottish accent and wanted yeah. to write something with the Scottish accent and was like, Shrek. And then was like, and then did you do a really good job with the Scottish. And then he was like, but they always say, write what you know drugs mm-hmm. <laughs> and and thus this work of literature was born because it's like you said sometimes towards the end it just gets like impenetrable <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> well and let's talk about that it, liz i i was thinking of you the whole time i was reading this because i i knew that you would have uh, some objections towards this being in the mature category again yeah why because i here's the thing Like, first of all, I had a very difficult time reading this, my friends. I I got caught up. My problem is (laughs) it felt like I was trying to read a book in another language without ever having studied the language. And someone was like, go get them. Go do this. And so I had to read over sentences like four or five times. And then, you know, your brain is just like, Oh. Yeah, these are these are not sentences you want to have to read four or five times. No, it's, it's like I don't like, and I mean, David, you know how good I am at at dialects and you mm-hmm. know things. So I I pretty much just wanted the raj tied fuck off my visage tay go on design. It was bad. It was that. So. <laughs> I got caught up a lot, but I feel like I, I think now having listened to you both describe the story in such <laughs> beautiful detail, I feel closer to it and I feel like I understand it more. So perhaps I'll give it another read just to, you know, enlighten me. And, um, but upon first and second and third reading, no, I would not read a mature other than just f- the fact that there's drugs. And apparently a vagina on top of some boots that swallows some drugs. 
Yeah, Liz doesn't like to categorize it as erotic, uh, Daniel, like like mature unless it, it is like properly erotic, which I I also like it isn't, right? I think I think there are mature elements of it, but this yeah. isn't this is an erotic fan fiction. This is just fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. I similar. That's why when I first sent it to you, I my my note was, is this actually erotic? Is this erotic enough even for this, <laughs> this podcast? Um and I will say on the second read, I was like, he definitely sort of gets into that that slit or whatever oh, yes oh yes There's he does creative imagery that feels like mm-hmm. it squeaks in there for for my money but but this is not something you would find a wrong yeah. Really. yeah i don't want to like i don't want to beat it you know no. oh no right. not, not not arousing at all no. um what do you think what do you think danielle the, what's the what's the theme <laughs> oh that's a good question i think the theme um honestly as as much as it's it's a cliche i do think the theme is a is something about like loyalty and like sticking togetherness because beginning they introduce the conflict of like will shrek give up the drugs and then will his his sort of found family leave him based on that decision and they even say like shrek please don't go pursue this uh this conflict with lord fuckwad but in the very last line he does go to to you know pursue his destiny to to get his drugs back and his found family does follow him so i I love that and its relationship to authority right lord fuckwad is an authority figure sorry lord fuckwad okay (laughs) well lord fuckwad is within the Shrek series and Lord Fuckwad is within this alternate universe. Yeah. Uh, it says on the issue of drugs, I'm a classical liberal, vehemently opposed to state intervention of any form, which I genuinely <laughs> have to like look up and find out if that was a line from Crane Spotting. Um, but like this is very like hands off my drugs. Yeah. Liz, what do you think the theme is? You know, David, I'm so oh. glad you asked. I I feel like Drugs. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Do you think the theme is drugs or do you think the theme is yep. I feel like drugs? Well, a little bit of both, probably. You know, <laughs> drugs, drugs are bad. Okay. Do you think this author is saying drugs are bad, Liz? No. Uh... Drugs are a symbol. Maybe the drugs are sort of a symbol for freedom. Oh, God. And then, you know, yeah. he's decided in the end he needs to pursue his freedom regardless. And again, yeah. it's solved by him being able to still still have it all he's a man in society so he can have it all (laughs) i want to i'm done talking about this piece because (laughs) of the swerve that we took into the next piece oh my Um, god this was a whole conversation where danielle was going i don't know if this one's erotic enough i don't know if this one because what did you send me for you were like is this one erotic enough and then i was like is this one too erotic and for that this one no such thing it, this was more along the lines of what I think I expected to find when I set out to find. One hundred percent. This is the um, one. This is the one that I would have picked had I had I picked. This our is next like entry mm-hmm. in the uh, Shrek trilogy fan, <laughs> fan fiction edition. The the Empire Strikes Back of Shrek fan fiction <laughs> is is we we actually make a departure. We make a departure off of fanfiction.net for today. Um, for an entry known only as Shrek and Donkey, a short story uh, by Boned by Shrek on Boned Tumblr. By Shrek. This is on. This is a Tumblr. 
Um, and this, this is, <laughs> I was going to say, this is what you think of when you think about fan fiction. I'm not entirely certain that that's more or less accurate than the next piece we're going to talk about. Sure. But this piece is definitely like more, more in the vein of what I think about than the first piece. Oh, totally. I think when I think erotic fan fiction, it is story number two. It is the one where about it is Shrek and Donkey a short story. Liz, will you tell us what happens in Shrek and Donkey, a short story? Boy, oh boy, will I. So Shrek and Donkey, it's a very short story, actually. Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. Oh, wait, there is. A, I, I, I thought there wasn't, a, wasn't a, an intro, but there kind of is here. Can I read this? Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the first in many Shrek stories that I am going to write about Shrek and his love adventures. Hopefully you enjoy this and whether you came to laugh at it, the original purpose of said blog, or you came to jerk off to it is all up to you, as long as you don't get salty about it. This first one is the obvious ship of Shrek and Donkey. And sail that ship, we will. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shrek, Shrek has just come back from uh, mauling a group of villagers, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, he was just feeling really lonely and he needed a friend. So mm -hmm. enter Donkey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Donkey's up at the swamp in his apron making his waffles. His apron? His what? His pink apron. His <laughs> tight pink <laughs> apron. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you know, this has just been a really long day. I am exhausted. And Donkey's like, boy, I got you. I will take care of you. And then he starts a nuzzling. Starts a nuzzling up that leg. Up mm -hmm. that up that shrekky shrekky leg. And you know, they start talking about anuses. Well, and at first I think I don't think it's necessarily Donkey's intention to be sexual. I disagree. Sure. When I I I I agree. Well, do you think, do you, yeah, sure. Well, oh oh. Do you think like he's trying to like he's trying to console him? Yeah. Like, I think I think there's a bit of a like a tension. Like the fact that it, it does say donkey's donkey's head nudging it towards his crotch, or or like the nuzzle slowly moved up to Shrek's nether region. I don't think you can accidentally move your head yeah. up to nether region. My um, uh, no, 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 no. With you, David, I, I think that that's deliberate. I'm saying, I'm saying from our experience. When no, I'm, I'm not saying it's nuzzle. deliberate. I'm saying Donkey is just being affectionate. And then when Shrek starts, Shrek did enjoy this feeling, and he put his hands on Donkey's head, nudging it towards his crotch. Whoa, whoa, Shrek, what are you doing? Well, exactly. I think it's one of those like that he kind of feels it, but he doesn't really think it's going to happen. And then in the moment when it starts happening, it's a genuine surprise, and he's not sure he wants it. Oh, you know what I mean? It's one of those like you move a little closer, you put your hand on, on, yeah, putting his hand on on his thigh at the movie theater, exactly. Mm -hmm. And but then I think when he's like, "All right, I'm a I'm a whip you around," and well, sorry, Liz, take it away. No, 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 please. And then he whips him around. He really does. <laughs> and then he inserts his big old shaft, and he fucked Donkey's anus hard and slow. Holding on to Donkey's butt cheeks and squeezing them to the point where Donkey cried. Like he eod, he eod, he eod. Both of these, this piece and the next piece, both have elements that could be considered problematic if they did not fall under our our presumed ethos of everyone is. I mean, 
what am I fucking saying? What has this podcast done to me? I, I'm trying to like <laughs> normalize a cartoon ogre and a cartoon donkey having sex. Right. I mean, but like, yeah, the only bit of like violence here, and it's not. I don't think it's. Right. I think it's. I think it's okay. <laughs> See, and this is the only problematic uh, sentence that I truly found in this whole thing. Is just this next one of like. You know, donkey yelled and yelled, but there were no villagers to detest this sexual assault. Hate like, that. Hate, Hate that sentence. <laughs> Hate it. Doesn't even need it, actually. You know, if it went straight from where, uh, like, uh, so Shrek fucked donkey's anus hard and slow, <laughs> holding onto donkey's butt cheeks and squeezing them to the point where donkey cried. Doesn't need this next sentence. Then Shrek thrusted back and forth, each push like a jackhammer to the ass. <laughs> no pun intended. I like this one because of all the puns. I, I think that that sentence either. I really think this entry doesn't need any of the sentences. <laughs> <laughs> no sentences and it would be fine. It could be fine. It just, it's so good. Okay, so anyway, uh, Shrek bangs him, does it, does it to him good. They both come, which is great. And then they see a little fairy, just a little fairy, just a little fairy who casts a spell of am- amnesia on both of them. Yes, it's all ogre now. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. And then they don't they don't remember. They don't remember. They don't remember. But they don't they get separated. It's tragic. It is. It's like, you know, it's the love story we didn't know we needed. But we well, wanted it. And we knew it was gonna be a, a love adventure from the beginning. But we did have that last that last moment, which I think is what makes it a love story instead of just a lust story. Where even though Donkey does not remember the details. He speaks out a word love as if that had meant something to him. Oh, like a single tear going down and we slow pan away from Donkey's ruined asshole. You know? Yeah, none of this. The, the, the hopeful, it, in terms of the ethos of, of your podcast, which is that everything is consensual and everyone's into it. Um, yep. that, is, that is sort of the nod that that was, it was rough sex, but hopefully genuinely enjoyed by both. None yeah. of this is made is making Shrek's green tinted cum oh, okay with. Hated it. I thought of you because I know you have a the cum thing. <laughs> green not I'm not a big fan of salty goodness. Yeah, that was my. I highlighted it. It was my favorite line out of all of them. Green tinted oh. ropes of salty goodness. <laughs> it's I good. loved feeling his walls being stretched by Shrek's green hunk of meat. You oh, uh, <laughs> say that before he did before he do it, he say he say, um Are you ready for my love donkey? Because it won't be ogre for a while. But And then when he does come because it's all ogre now, and then the fairy godmother says it's all ogre now too. Well yeah, I mean in case you didn't get that it's all ogre now. <laughs> it was beautiful. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> What does I like mean? this one a lot. Friendship oh. is never wrong. <clears throat> I think that for me, the theme is maybe something like, like nothing gold can stay. Ooh. Like they find this moment of ecstasy and then the fairy godmother takes it away. <laughs> I want to hear more about what Liz was saying. <laughs> Liz is making us shit up, David. <laughs> oh, so is Danielle. I mean, we- <laughs> I think this is a classic love conquers all because even with Aww, the amnesiatic magic, Donkey's still he's still you're such, you're such a beautiful optimist, you know? 
I do right. think that that is closer to the intention of the piece. I will I, that. The, let's talk about the intention of this piece. Hopefully you enjoy this and whether you came to laugh at it, brackets the original purpose of said blog. So said blog is the ultimate erotic Shrek fanfic page on Tumblr, which... Um, <laughs> Katy Perry's oh, green surprise. surprise. Yeah, yeah. It's Shrek and Donkey, a short story, and then Katy Perry's green surprise. Oh, tonight Wait. of October 2nd. It's my birthday. Oh, my goodness. Um, Did I write this? <laughs> I hope not. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. This. Did Have you read this? No. Okay, wait. Here's the only other entry on this Tumblr page. I'm going to read it in its fucking entirety. Katy Perry's Green Surprise. Brackets. Sorry for the wait. Been actually having a social life, unlike you nerds. B. In brackets. It's the night of October 2nd. Katy Perry has just performed her concert at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. Katy is exhausted and walking backstage, waving at the stage manager. She goes to the green room where she gets dressed and reaches for the closet to get her casual clothes, opening it. Surprisingly, it is Shrek. Katie was excited, noticing it was her favorite animated movie character. He, brackets, sorry, splurged all of my sticky goodness after this. Work in progress. I, Close brackets. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, it's sort of like jazz. It's like, it's not about the notes, the words you write. It's about the words you don't write. It's not about the sticky goodness that you write. Sticky goodness. It's the fact that you splurged them. Splurge? Like, how? No. It's not how right. What got you off? You must have. What Man, what was coming? What was, what was pun intended? What was ah. boned bone by Shrek's imagination that they were going to present to us must have been. Maybe it was the, the fact that Katy Perry had casual clothes. Siddhartha of porn. Um, <laughs> it's just the American Fine Center in Dallas is really that building. <laughs> I appreciate that the, the green room was capitalized. And also, <laughs> really big link. Um, Danielle, what did you, Danielle, what did you find challenging about uh, Shrek and Donkey, a short story? Um, oh, I mean everything. Uh, what did I find most challenging about it? Um, okay, I'm gonna just pick at a couple of small things since there are so many big things we could look at. Um, mm -hmm. one is that Donkey puts eyeballs in Shrek's waffles. Mm -hmm. Um. Which don't really remember being a part of of shrek's like culinary oh, it absolutely is is it i guess that's mm -hmm. true yeah. he's an ogre he eats frogs and eyeballs and stuff oh i was seeing yeah, isn't it but isn't, you're right isn't that they don't he makes with fiona or something and he like he like slurps the eyeball back in and he's like slurp that up okay okay cool then i'm gonna bring up the other <laughs> thing that i which which hopefully is equally me not remembering Shrek as I have not seen the film in probably over a decade um is that when they're both poofed back to their like original place donkey mm -hmm. is back at home on a farm with his previous owner <laughs> I feel like this is one of those situations where he's anthropomorphic enough that it feels like we're in sort of like a like a Pluto goofy situation where yeah. Isn't he, you know, just like a person? Or was he no. a person who can talk? He was definitely given to, like, Lord Farquaad's soldiers as a piece of property. Like, somebody okay. brought him, I think a farmer. So yeah. it's more retail rules of he is an animal who just happens to be able to talk. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Those so the old, the old woman is Donkey's former owner. 
So she is shown giving away donkey because he's annoying. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Those were the two Who things knew? that I, I feel like this comes from the film, but I didn't have enough of a working knowledge of the film to really be able to appreciate those little details. Um, God, I think just the way the the way that the 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 sexualization begins of like the which we talked about of, of it being a little unclear on the how consensual it is made me extra uncomfortable. I mean, uncomfortable is relative when you're talking about Shrek and Donkey. Um, yeah, I don't. I, don't know. I, I I passed the torch. Liz, what did you find most challenging? Oh man, I actually I didn't find a whole lot challenging. Which okay. how dare you? But how fucking I dare you? <laughs> no, why? I was I was into it. I was like, okay, yeah, I get this. I mean, I'll this give is you that. This was definitely the most erotic of the three. I also think that um, this who is the on the who is the author question. Um, I don't. I think this is a non-English speaker. Oh, really? Native English speaker, at least. See, I would have thought native English speaker because of the the use of all of the the punning, etc. I would not put that as past just being osmosed through like the the meme culture of it. Mm. I wonder if I can find the section where I started to think about that. I was going to say, you are more familiar with the Shrek meme culture than I think Liz or I. <laughs> Did Boned by Shrek, like, do they have, I'm not a frequenter of Tumblr, do they have, like, little, like, bios or about themselves? Or is it just like, boop, here's my page? I don't mm-hmm. think so. I don't know how Tumblr works either. I'm clicking around as well, and it's a pretty barren. Where did you find this, uh, Danielle? I just Googled Shrek. I think I said Googled Shrek erotica. And it was like one of the And this came up. Good for you. Uh, yeah. by Shrek. This is from July 2014. But it, you can see why this is sort of like, if you're looking for Shrek erotica, this is what you are looking for. Yep. This is it's what cool. I would come to expect. It's punny. Or it's rough. It's the two main characters boning down. There are some challenging but vivid imagery. <laughs> vivid. <laughs> <laughs> Or you're looking for entry number three, which is back on fanfiction.net. This is called Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life by <laughs> Tayunicorn, um, which it's, so it's another internet meme thing to spell the word the T-E-H and pronounce it te, um, yeah. which is what I think they intended to do here. Or maybe that name was taken because it's T-E. U-N-I-C-0-R-N. Um, so this is Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life by Two Unicorn. The description is, Shrek, get it from Donkley on a night night. <laughs> I think that's an accurate portrayal. And then a winky face emoji with like eight smiles in it. This fucking piece listed under romance slash drama on fanfiction.net. Um <laughs> This is this is what so we were like oh maybe this piece maybe this piece and then I was like what we usually do is we just we rate them we put them into mature we look at under five thousand words and we look at the highest rated which I think I usually like qualify as like the most favorites this is that piece this is the piece on fanfiction.net that is mature under five thousand words and has the most favorites and it is uh, walk it through okay um. Uh, okay it's such a visual feast is the other thing the other thing is i don't know how many people 
just listen to this podcast and I don't know how many people listen and read. If you don't read, if you haven't, like, you have to read this. It's going to be on the website. It's going to be on all the social media. It's like poetry. Yeah. The form is poetry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so Shrek walk walk into room at night. Donkey there. Uh, Hello, say donkey seductively. (laughs) Shrek Uh, Confuse you. Um, so, like that's how it that's how it starts. Um, so yeah, so, so Shrek walks into Donkey's room, uh, penetrates him. Um, they 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 have a they have a sex. Um, and then Fiona walks in, <laughs> and Fiona's furious, and so she slips on her sunglasses, tips her fedora, and leaves. And then they do it again all night, all night long. And then what? That's the end of chapter one. Yeah. In chapter two, um, sh- uh, Donkey Shrek walk Shrek Shrek walk Shrek. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> again. Shrek walk into room one weck after Bing Bang Donkey though. No, Donkey. Donkey. Donkey there. Donkey there. again. Um, slowly, he take out the ogreness. I, I'm skipping some stuff, but that is what happens. He he penetrates Donkey with gusto. Um, and then, okay, wait. And then Fiona walks in again. Is that right? Yeah, Fiona walks in again. Um, says says some stuff that is also pretty problematic and leaves again. But then all of a sudden, Donkey's still making lust sounds, but it's not Shrek. It's Sk- Sk- Spongebob. Well, I think it's um, not Donkey. Spongebob. Spongebob. What? I think she's still there. I think it's Donkey turns out to be Spongebob. No, drink a drinky look at Shrek and slowly spink his dranky penis. Ah, says Drankies with lust. Danky, I'm not penetratatatat in you, say Shrekle. Spongebob suddenly look up, moaning something about Squidward's hent. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Beeb yell Shrekle, he trade. Spongebob suddenly lock up, moaning something about Squidward's hente tentaglegals patronating anime babes. Spongebob, yell Shrekle betrayed. Where the actual fuck am I right now? Say Spongebob, looking up in confusion. No, no, IDK, they chorused in harmony. So I guess all the all three of them are there, but Spongebob just sort of appears. Spongebob, well, SpongeBob sort of thought appears. he was fucking Squidward, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. But he was fucking Donkey. Donkey. And then the world explodes. Yeah. This is my favorite thing that exists. I just, it's, it's this <laughs> either... Like, I know one of the things you guys, I don't, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, so I can't. No, get ahead of us. But one of the things you guys grade something on is it's like, how literary is it? And I'm like, this is either a one or a 10, because this is, <laughs> it's written by someone who does not understand the written word, or it is written, it's like Faulkner. Like, oh. I found myself using the same techniques I use to read Faulkner to read this piece. Like, when you that's heavy stream of consciousness and you just kind of have to relax your brain and let it wash over you to get the full meaning but if you look too hard at it it gets weird this was one of those of like the more I just like took it in the more I just like made sense and the way that the form like breaks apart because it's not that they don't know how to spell donkey they spell it correctly in the first in the second line but then it gets crazier and crazier until world explode so really think in terms of like form, content dictating form, this 
is just it's a work of art <laughs> it, it is it is a magical journey and i think i i think it, it's one of those situations where it almost has to be someone who because you're right like obviously they know how to spell and they know how to like use where is it is it in the second one? Oh yeah yeah oh my god i was so in, oh, so interested in this um on the second chapter yes. um shrekel walk into room one whack after big bang Donk it there. There is a subtle wink upon the eye of the beige-colored donkey, his hoof rising up to motion Shrek to the rose-colored bed. Now, first of all, beyond its just, like, intense change in form, uh, this is something that I've talked about a lot on the podcast of um, using color. I find to be a very new writer tool. Mm-hmm. You go, I don't know how to accurately express the scene that I'm doing, so I'll tell you the color of the character's eye or their hair or their dress that they're wearing. Um, but I don't think I don't think that's the case here because I think I think this is genuinely someone who's like, I'm gonna write this kind of thing. It's yeah, it's very deliberate and the the way that it it just uses like internet speak in this really weird way. <laughs> deliberate away also is donkey beige that was actually one of the lines i found donkey's gray that's that's gray so that felt also confusing but like something that perhaps i can i read just one of the lines that just really was very meaningful to me i really hope it's the line i'm staring at like right now again in terms of this like sort of beautiful stream of consciousness capturing when they describe having sex it's and pardon me if I stumble over this at all, it's the two-o naked men lay on to couch doing the frick-frack, diddly-dack, patty-whack, snick-snack, crack-pack, slack-mack, quarterback, cracker-jack, biofeedback, back-and-track, thumbtack, side-track, tick-tack, murderously. That is my favorite line of literature ever. <laughs> I just... I like it mirrors the sort of rhythm, I think, of their lovemaking. It's... <laughs> don't say you're a literary nerd if you can't identify this author (laughs) um yeah there is shrek feel his anus expand with all the force again like as they're saying the anus is expanding they are literally expanding the word expand (laughs) this is this should be time school (laughs) (laughs) I had to I had to I put my mind in like e-bombs world do you remember that that was like and I had to legitimately like talk like (laughs) talk like that because it was like hello this donkey said actively Shrek look confused hi say Shrek with a small smile you're such a naughty boy (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck are you doing you slut Reply Shrek. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, now that, that's how I had. To, that's how I had to read this whole thing, and I didn't mind it. Let me tell you, <sighs> yell Shrek at the wanderer's donkey cock. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the in the vein of anything internet based, it goes and you know there's some there's some uh, gay bashing language towards the end, which yeah. is um, but but also not because it's all spelled wrong. So like, who knows? I will also say, I mean, this is me defending 
this author who I, I want to believe is the next great American novelist. Um, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with writing characters who have problematic views as long as it's not the view of the work itself. And I do feel like the, the work itself is not shaming their gay sexual experiences and in fact is 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 sort of celebrating them. Uh, and so it, I think it really is, it's only Fiona who feels that yeah, way. It's, only, it's Fiona being a horrible person. If there is an antagonist, it's Fiona. Uh, yeah. so. Well, unfortunately, the only other entry by To Unicorn on fanfiction is a League of Legends entry that's uh, 239 words long. Um, so, and when was this written? This was... Oh. This was 2014. again. Active year for sex for Shrek sex, Shrek erotica. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Sexy. <laughs> when did mm-hmm. when did all the Shrek movies come out? Shrek one came out in like 2001, right? Yeah, I think early 2000s. They, I mean, as also Smash Mouth was big, so that gives you some sort of time yeah. stamp. Yeah. Wow. 2001. Wow. 2001. Shrek two came out in 2004. Shrek the Third came out in 2007. Shrek Ever After, which I maybe saw on a plane, uh, came out in 2010. There's a Shrek 5 in the mix? Maybe. Did you know that? I mean, maybe in 2011. Wow. Is that maybe when all, was it 2014? Was it when all these were written? Oh, maybe. <laughs> they were going like, oh my God, there are also just so many like spinoffs and TV specials and short films. and Yeah, that's true. What also, sort of like everyone who was seeing Shrek when they were eight was sort of having their sexual coming of age around 2014, I guess. <laughs> they were like, you know what? You know, you know who can get it? You know who made it on me in a way that I'm not totally comfortable with, but I'm going to share with the internet? <laughs> <laughs> so it's too much to, it's, it, it would be too much, I think, to rate and keep track of, of uh, our, our rating system for all of them. So I'd like to just journey briefly back to... Uh, J Dog Bakes Coulter. Oh, sure. Um, I know we all want to rate rate uh, Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. But I think we all know where that stands. Um, yeah, all it all around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first question about cold turkey is how erotic is it? Um, uh, and Danielle, as you're our guest, I'll let you I'll let you answer first and and give any details that you feel are necessary. It's a one to ten, right? One to ten, one being my genitals actively fled the scene. It was so unerotic. And ten being I could not finish reading the piece because of how much I needed to pleasure myself. I I honestly give it like a two. Yeah. I just, I didn't find anything about it particularly sexy. It was, you know sort of sad and but it does have this vagina in it so i feel like it's not it has to get onto the scale like it it's not without it's not safe for work it's not appropriate for exactly but i I think i give it like a two i don't think that there's really anything particularly sexy about that yeah i agree liz one shriveled oh one honestly maybe a one one five (laughs) you want to give it a 1.5 i think so Okay, that's fine. I'm going to give it a two just because I, you know, because I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. Have um, that snap crackle on top. No, it's good. It's not. No. Good. Um, it's not erotic. And and uh, I mean, I don't think that was the intention, to be honest. I think that may be an expectation that we sort of put onto the piece. Uh, I, it's true. I think it was mature because of the drug use and sort of the yes. general 
content and not because of any real erotic situation. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think like they, I mean, they do use a lot of fuck words. So. <laughs> um, what about literarily? Uh, uh, ten, one being, um, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read it again if you paid me and 10 being like, I would pay again to read this. I think I'm going to land it around like a, a three or four. Because uh, I want to give it credit for it. It does have some form of plot, and it. I think that they put a lot of effort into that Scottish dialect, and I want to mm. honor that. But I do think that it gets a bit confusing. Uh, there are certain moments where it's a little unclear um, exactly who or what is going on, um, and I do feel like it could. Oh, I mean, like, what is the situation with this snatch and boots and and why it's looking up from the floor? And I wanted just a little bit more of that backstory of their relationship. So I think because of that, it's going to land around like a, a 3.5 for me. Great. Liz? I think that mine is a solid three. And okay. I, yeah, because then I just, I had a really difficult time not stumbling over the language. And perhaps mm -hmm. that's just user error. But I had a hard time. I mean, that is a, that is a consideration when you're writing is, is broad appeal, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, now I feel like I'm being too positive, but I, I probably just have a soft spot for a, a you know, <laughs> Scottish bro. For like a, yeah, what's it called when you, when you like, uh, what's the, what's the writing phonetic for like a phonetically written out Scottish brogue? Um, so I give it a six in that, in that, like it, like, have either of you read the book of train spotting? No, this is that book. Like, this is how train spotting is, is read. I also, I, part of why it's a 3.5, maybe even a four for me is that I do appreciate the couple of actual Shrek moments they threw us like mm -hmm. Shrek, Fiona, Donkey, you know? Yeah. Well, and that goes into the next category, which is how faithful was it to the source material? 10 oh. being, I could absolutely see this being licensed by the you know, producing company versus one, which is like, did you fucking watch it? I'm going to give it a four because I feel like, or maybe even a five, because I feel like the, the central relationships of like everyone else hates donkey, but Shrek likes donkey and Shrek and Fiona love each other against all odds. And Farquaad is the antagonist. And there's, again, the stuff we talked about earlier with the like, uh, you know, I don't know. I think donkey's cooking at the, in the making waffles, maybe. Although I might be aligning it with the second one. Um, and then even though it's regarding bugs, Shrek has this kind of anti-establishment feeling. Um, but I, I do think that that probably DreamWorks would have some issues with the the more mature <laughs> themes. And, uh, and I also think the Scottish Brogue actually goes too far and passes um, what the actual Shrek franchise. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Do I think Shrek in any way could he be a heroin addict? Maybe, maybe. Strong five. Let's do it. Let's go with five. David, I give it a seven. Whoa! <laughs> if someone came, if DreamWorks came to someone and said, "We want to reboot Shrek as a..." I mean, as that, right, this is the pitch. This is, this is, hey, uh, Netflix, I got a Shrek. Well, I guess you got to go to DreamWorks first. This and then is they the Dogsy's God of Shrek. This is the one? Dogsy's God, totally. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, again, it's, it's train spotting meets Grand Theft Auto meets 
Shrek. Shrek. Um, this is this has come to the end, Danielle. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being our, our first guest on our podcast. Um, mm-hmm. My pleasure. Thanks you, for having me on. Do you wanna? Do you wanna promote anything that you do? I do actually. I you know this may be have- decision I regret, but I would love to promote my podcast. Not to be that guy. Uh, I, I co the a comedy podcast about Shakespeare. So if you if you, if you like this, you're exactly gonna love right. that. It's sort of the level of literary analysis that I <laughs> apply to Shakespeare as well. I think love is, Shrek is love is it rivals Shakespeare in its content. What's it called? Um, it's what you will, a tedious and brief Shakespeare podcast, um, and I co-host it with Charlotte Aline. So check it out. And where can we where where can we do that? Um, it should be on just your podcast app or iTunes is the easiest way to find it. Um, I'm still sort of finding other platforms to put it on, so keep an eye out. We also have an Instagram and a Twitter and a Facebook. So if you if you have any trouble finding it, you can follow what you will cast on Twitter or what underscore you underscore will underscore podcast on Instagram. Liz, we should get more underscores in our handles. Yeah, noted. Noted. Yeah. 40 underscores for us all. Make it just rain. easy to say. It just rolls off the tongue, you know? <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Cool. Um, that's all. That's all. I will never talk about Shrek ever again in any context in my life. I'm never watching the movie ever again. <laughs> right. Sometimes the things get ruined and sometimes they get ruined. Yeah. The problem is that I can no longer come without thinking about Shrek. So that's what this no. is. <laughs> My name's David Andrew Laws. Oh, I'm Liz McMonagall. And I'm Danielle Cohn. This has been Smut and Sensibility and Erotic Book Club. Uh, go wash your ears. <laughs> those little things on Shrek's head, are those ears? Those oh, are ears. Earwax out of them. So go make yeah. a girl if you also have Shrek ears. Is that where he'd put headphones if he wore them? Hosted on dimlywit.com.